favorite Star Wars podcast in the entire world, The Mandalorian Man, where today I just finished watching Season 2, Episode 2, Chapter 10, The Passenger. But before we get any further talking about today's episode, let's hear from today's sponsor. Oh, what wonderful sponsors there may have been there. Folks, I got to tell you, I love this show. I love The Mandalorian. And you know why I love it? Because there is this, well, it's not the only reason, but because there's this simplicity to it. There's just something so easily enjoyable about this. A 40-minute episode where we weren't just bogged down in, you know, supposition. Is that, you know what I'm talking about. And I love shows like that where there's so much story, there's so much character, and everything bleeds from one episode to the next episode. And this, just like the first time, was just another kind of next step for The Mandalorian. He wants to find Mandalorians, other Mandalorians. That seems to be the goal that he's going for. And this episode, he is heading back to um, his ship. And along the way, some scavengers, I'm guessing, uh, they go to, they, they set up a, man, I don't know what, you know, when you pull the rope, I can't think of what it is, but they set up some kind of booby trap to, to take the man, Mando out. And um, his speeder bike, well, Amy Sedaris' speeder bike, gets destroyed and they almost um they want to it seemed like they said get the child so maybe they are other bounty hunters trying to get the child i'm not sure but um they didn't succeed uh you know he's fighting the few of them off one of them holds a knife to baby yoda and you know you just you get nervous you know the child's gonna be fine but you do get nervous. You're just like, oh, don't hold the knife to this baby. And I'm waiting for Yoda to do something. Baby Yoda, the child. Look, everyone calls it Baby Yoda. That's become the unofficial nickname. But I guess, like, I don't even know. Like, when they say merchandising, is it just the child from Mandalorian? I don't know. I don't know. But um, this this little creature, uh, you know, holds up a knife to the child and Mando without even skipping a beat. He's like, I'll do anything. Just don't hurt the child. You know, if you hurt the child, I'll never stop coming after you. If you do anything, if you put a mark on her, I'll never, and he's like, I'll on, on it. I'll never stop coming after you. And he's like, listen, we can negotiate. I'll give you what, what do you want? And the, the thing's like, 
you know, speaking space alien. And um, he's like, oh, you want this? He gives her the jetpack. He's like, fine, 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 go. And the, the, the <laughs> this was awesome. The creature, the little alien, runs off with the jetpack, and Mando presses a button on his wrist. The jetpack shoots up into the air. He, uh, all of a sudden, you just see the, 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 the guy that stole it fall to his death, and then the, uh, the jetpack comes right back to him. And the child looks up at him like, what? And Mando's like, meh, meh, you know, like, wah, wah, what do you expect? He heads back. And then we get the opening, like, title card. He heads back to the um, to the town, into a cantina. And we see, um, I don't know her name, Amy Sedaris, playing cards with a giant ant. An ant-type creature. Um, and I'm wondering, were there ants? Was there an ant in the original... Star Wars in the cantina. For some reason, I feel like there was some sort of ant creature. See, I am what you would call, and I say it a million times, I'm a Star Wars fan. I'm a Mandalorian fan. But I know there are references and there are Easter eggs that go over my head. Some of them I pick up on, but I know. I know how to yawn, too. But um, he's, you know, she's playing cards with this guy, and she basically... um. I don't know if she, I think she used him, right? That's what I'm trying to get because, or maybe not, maybe not. The, the, she's like, look, this guy knows where some Mandalorians are. He's like, oh, really? He goes, yeah. If you, she goes, if you just uh, fund this next hand. So she helps him win some cards. She, he helps her win some cards. And then they go back to her place. And that's where the, the, um, person who knows where there are some Mandalorians comes out and it's a young woman um, with her eggs. It's like a young woman alien frog type creature. Doesn't speak basic. Ah, see, I know it's basic and not English. Uh, doesn't speak the language, but understands it. And Amy Sedaris speaks her language and basically they're saying she needs to get to a certain place. See, there's the this is like, this creates the obstacles. She needs to get to a certain place, but she has these eggs with her. She needs to get there to get back to her husband so they can fertilize these eggs and keep keep their population going. Um, but the egg, but you can't go in hyperdrive, so you because that'll kill the eggs. But um, you know this is this is you know showing honor the fact that she this is what she wants in return for telling you there are Mandalorians here. She wants passage. So she is the passenger. And that's it. That's the basis of this episode. There you go. I mean, and then what else can I say but hijinks ensue. So they take off and they go to um, relax a little bit. And what do you know but um, Baby Yoda starts eating the eggs. Now, this this woman is trying to get these eggs fertilized. And at one point, we know that, like, they don't want the species to be extinct. And that's very serious. And then at the same time, there's this comedic, like, comic relief of of the child eating these eggs. And the child kind of being mischievous and getting into them, getting into some trouble. So they're flying along. And, uh... All of a sudden, they get a little bing, and these two X-Wings pull right up along them, and they're like, please, 
you know, hey there, buddy, um, can you, uh, you know, identify yourself? And Mando's, you know, dilly-dallying, oh, I don't want to, I don't know, I don't have a transponder on here. I am uh, <clears throat> I am pre-Empire, I don't require it. He goes, oh, that's the old rules, this is one of the X-Wing fighters. This is the new rules of the New Republic. So I don't know um, a ton of of Star Wars history, like, and I don't mean history as like the movie. I mean the actual history timeline. But I know after the Empire, at some point, the New Republic came in, and the X Wings, X Wing fighters who were all part of the Rebellion. I assume that's what turns into the New Republic. There's books and everything, but the New Republic was never discussed in the movies, was it? Maybe it was discussed in these new new Disney ones because bringing up the New Republic here makes it all canon. Yeah, I don't know. I know there's there's the movies, there's the books, there's the books, the new books, there's the old books that Star Wars that Disney's trying to say that's that's kind of Star Wars um you know uh uh legends, but this is the new Star Wars story. I don't know. All I know is that already the empire's fallen and we are, um, you know, there's a new republic. And as much as they don't, you know, the Mando wasn't sure about the, um, like last season, they talked about him not really knowing, well, not knowing about Jedi and not really seeing the, the, you know, baby Yoda use the force. He didn't seem to really know what it was. And yet in this episode, he says, may the force be with you. And the, X-Wing pilot says, and also with you, which is like right out of Catholic church, peace be with you and also with you. And I always thought when the, may the force be with you and also with you, but has that ever been said? May the force be with you and also with you again about, am I missing something? Did I miss that? Is that, is that a common thing? I'm just, I'm asking as much as I'm, I'm watching, you know, I'm talking about it. Hit me up if you want at geek mentality on Twitter or email Mandalorian at fans on experts.com. You can always Hit me up if you know things, um, because I like to talk. I like to talk about shows. I like to work things out while I'm while I'm talking. You know, this is not a podcast that is prepared. This is not a podcast that is um, rehearsed. There is, I mean, I literally stop watching the show. I hit record and I just give my thoughts, and uh, so I know for a fact that I'm I'm missing things and I'm getting things wrong. But I still like talking about it. It helps me kind of make sense of what I just watched. It helps me enjoy it more. And hopefully you enjoy this and feel free at any time to correct me and tell me how just wrong I am. So they do not let him go without giving ID. So uh, he he pings, right? He Doesn't he ping ID? And they're like, wait, don't you have... Um, Wait, did they say it there or not? I think at one point he's just like, "Hold on to your, hold on to your bridges," and I knew he didn't say that. And he t- he just dives and he starts running, and the X wing guy's like, "Oh, come on, man! Why, why do we have to have a runner?" So this is when we get a pretty cool looking uh, chase. It starts off in the clouds and then it goes down to this ice planet. I don't know. I think ice planet. I think Hoth. I don't know if this is Hoth. I didn't. I don't think I heard the name Hoth. Um, 
But again, in Star Wars, you have a forest moon, you have a desert planet, you have an ice planet. You know, it's like, it's not like, I mean, there must be planets that are like Earth, where there is ice and forest and sand. It's not just the whole planet. But um, wherever they are, they're in some sort of ice where they, where Mando eventually um, eludes them. He kind of goes into this dive and he slides under and they, the X-Wings can't pick him up. They're unable to uh, get his transponder going or whatever it was. They, they weren't able to get a signal. So uh, they gave up. Or did they? Well, you've watched the episode, right? Obviously, we think they gave up. They didn't give up. So they kept searching. We don't see any of that. What we see is our ship and our people in the ship. And they're like, oh, that, that was a close one. Yeah, and they're hiding and they're waiting. It's like... All right, so, oops, all of a sudden, the ground gives way, and they fall down, down, down into this cavern. Now, again, it's all ice, this cavern. They are damaged. They're beaten a little bit. Uh, Mando goes back and searches more for baby, for the child, and lo and behold, he's eating more eggs. And Mando yells at him. He's like, you got to stop that. Um, it never came up with the mother. She never either noticed the eggs were gone or she never, like maybe just, it, it's not as, I don't know, there were a lot of eggs and maybe they don't all fertilize? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I've never seen this creature before. This this species. Um, so they are down in the ice cavern now. They are kind of uh, there's a dam. There's damage, and Mando's like, "We need to just relax. We gotta, we gotta chill. And then we gotta fix this. And we gotta get out of here. Obviously, I can't help you now." And you know, um, but she, he's like, "We need to rest. And everyone, just keep your, you know, um, stay warm and rest." And while they're sleeping, the little frog woman looks up and sees the alien. Not the alien. Was it the alien? It's a robot. Um, a robot bounty hunter who tried to kill the child last season. Now, of course, when they show these, in, if you watch the previous on, it showed a clip from that episode of last season. I, I hate that only because now you know this is coming. Oh, remember this? Well, that's going to be important coming up next. On the Mandalorian. I don't like that. I don't want to be told something is important. I want to just watch it and be like, wait, that remember, either I remember it or I don't remember it and I look it up after the fact. Um, I would have remembered it. Probably. I would have remembered the face and the, the voice. I don't know if I would have remembered the exact thing that that was the one that... Remember when he tried to... He rose... He picked up his gun at Baby Yoda and Baby Yoda pretended to do or thought he was doing the force and then Mando came up and shot him in the back so obviously they kept this robot and the frog lady you know is a little smarter than you think she she bypassed the system and used the the translation of uh, machine whatever you want to say the verbal voice modulator of the um, of the robot so now she could speak into it and in, into a microphone in English would come out basic would come out um so she could communicate with the mandalorian and that's that's when she talks about 
you know, you gave your word. I thought that was something that the Mandalorians do. I need to get to my husband. We need to, for the good of the species, we found a place, an actual place that can take our, our, our people, our family. We can actually thrive there and you need to get us there. And of course you talk about honor and all this stuff and man, that works with Mando. He's like, ah, shucks, fine. I got to get to work. So he's getting to work and he's fixing the thing. And the child comes out and he's like, oogie boogie boogie. I've noticed uh, the baby Yoda child very verbal in this episode. And I'm wondering, are we going to see like um, maturity? It's something, you know, because Yoda spoke basic. So, you, you know, that's what these creatures you know these creatures can speak. I don't say they speak basic. Yoda spoke basic. But they can speak, so they can speak some language. So it's not just going to be squeaks. But, remember, this child is 50 years old already. So it could be another 50 years before it's even at that point. So I don't think that's the nice thing. That's the nice thing about making the child 50 years old already. And saying how slow this species ages is that if they wanted, the Mandalorian could be 10 years long and the child, 10 seasons, the child doesn't even have to age at all. So that is sort of brilliant in having that. Um, so the child gets his attention. He goes around. He's like, "Where? oh, where'd she go? And he points out this footprints. They follow the footprints all the way to this underground um, cavern where there's like a hot springs and the woman's in there with the eggs kind of keeping them warm. And he's like, look, I know the warm, warm. I don't want to use my Boston accent. I just, I just felt it come out when I said warm, it was wicked warm, wicked warm in the water. So she is, um, she's in the water with, now I'm trying to really say the R's. She's in the water with her, with her eggs and it's warm. And he's like, look, this, is, this isn't safe. We shouldn't be in here. And baby Yoda, he's like, come on, let's get your eggs out. So Mando's taking the eggs out. And you see the child like, looking at the eggs like delicioso and kind of reaches out a little bit. He's very mischievous in this episode. And Mando's like, hey, nope, I told you no. He's like, fine. And he goes, wait a second. <laughs> like, do you remember when Chunk smelled ice cream? in the basement of the of that restaurant that the Fratellis were using. And he's like, I smell ice cream. And uh, that's kind of what happened here with the child. It was like, and looked around, and all of a sudden you see these things in the ground, and you, you realize that, uh-oh, these are eggs. And the child's like, hmm, I smell bigger eggs and better eggs. Goes right up to one, gives a little tap, and is like, all right, and just rips it open and starts eating what's inside, which is sloppy, slimy, a little green, and has legs, and it looks kind of like a spider. Well, whatever he did, that seemed to wake things up because all of a sudden, all the other eggs started shaking. And I don't care if it's CGI. I don't care um, that I know it's fake. I don't care if it was puppetry, you know, in the past. Giant spiders freak me out uh going back you know harry potter giant spiders freak me out uh i'm i'm trying to think of other times there's been plenty of times but like not just giant spiders like big these these are the babies 
were big enough. And they, all of a sudden, all these ice spiders. And I saw Ice Spider open up for, for, for Man of War in 1989. I didn't, but that sounds like a band. Ice Spider. I saw, that's what I'm calling these things, ice spiders. These white spiders start coming out of the eggs, which wakes, you know, that, that noise gets more spiders coming out. And all of a sudden, some big spiders come out and bigger spiders. And then, like, the granddaddy of them all, this enormous spider. And at this point, they're like, well, let's get out of here. And they run off, and Mando's shooting the spider, shooting, shooting, shooting. He scoops up the, the child. The two of them, all of a sudden, this woman, um, this frog woman, you know, now she's like, I'm super frog. She's bouncing along. Bam, bam, bam. At one point, we did see her use her tongue to grab her clothes. So she is like full frog person. And now she's hopping. Like really, the, when she wants to go fast, she is hopping. And they're racing back to the ship. They get back to the ship. And this, uh, Mando used a few explosions to to take out the giant spider that seemed dead. So they get back to the ship. He's like, everyone into the cockpit. This is the only way we're going to get out because there's a big hole. We can seal this off. Or he didn't, he said that later, but this, this is what they're doing. They get into the ship. He's like, all right, this is going to be a little bumpy. Let's get out of here. They start getting out of here. And I'm like, well, that's good. They, they got rid of, they got away from those spiders and bam, all of a sudden that giant granddaddy of a spider wasn't dead or, or there were two of them and it smashed right on the ship and it starts banging into the glass. And they're all nervous. They're kind of trapped in that one spot because spiders have just gotten through the hole and they're everywhere. The only place they're not is in the cockpit. When they're in the cockpit, they're still, they're trying to get through there. Mando's flaming, you know, using his flamethrowers. One of the spiders gets right on the, um, right on the child's head and starts coming to the child. And all of a sudden, bing, bing, bing. You look and the frog woman with perfect aim, took out the spiders and could have hurt baby Yoda, but didn't. And just, she looked nervous. Obviously, she's trying to see she's a child. She's a mother, not realizing this child is eating her eggs. But that's that's another story. Um, she, she she seemed, like, nervous that she did it. But she did it. And she saved Yoda. Child, baby Yoda. I don't want to say that. So they're locked in the cockpit. The giant spider's there. And then all of a sudden, pew, 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 pew. You see these red flashes. You see this light. And... I'm like, oh, someone's here. And I wasn't sure. I thought maybe it might have been the, the X-Wing guys. But I'm thinking, oh, maybe someone else is here. But who would know? How would they get there? And um, all of a sudden, Mando comes out. And he's holding his gun up. And these there's two X-Wings there, the two X-Wings. And they're using rifles, basically laser rifles, to um, you know take out uh, all the spiders. The big one they, they killed right away. And... They're taking out all of them, and Mando has his gun up, and he's like, "Listen, the 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 um, X-wing guy is like, uh, listen, Mandalorian, we know that you were you have been charged with stealing, um, you know, prisoner X one three white whatever the the child that was the prisoner. They you know because it was I don't know if it was New Republic property whatever it was." He didn't want it to be experimented on. He took it. And that's what, that's the main, that's your show right there. And he's like, okay, but we also know that you, he starts listing off some of the good things you did. You, you took out three bounties. We also know that you helped this guard at this area. So he goes, okay, yeah. Um, so, you know, um, we, and we also realize these are trying times. 
So they basically let him off the hook. And he's like, okay, great. How about I forego those bounties if you help me fix the hole in my ship? And they're like, cool, great. How about no? How about we let you go and you turn your transponder on and the next, so the next time we ping you, we know it's you and we don't have to chase you down. And they're like, good. They're basically saying, we're letting you go now that we know who you are. But, um, you know, that's the only favor we're doing. And then they take off. And then they fix whatever they can. He's like, everyone in the cockpit, I'll seal that off because that's the only thing they can do. They're all stuck in the cockpit. He goes, it's going to be a long ride. And they take off. And um, they're all sitting there. And he's like, I'm going to take a nap. So he just puts his head down. And Baby Yoda's just sitting there. He turns around and looks at the woman and her eggs. And she's like, you could see she's almost like, uh, stop staring at my eggs. She kind of grips, grabs them a little, hugs them a little tighter, uh, the tank that she has the eggs in. And then he turns uh, turns back forward and looks doesn't look into the camera. But basically, he's sitting where where the woman can't see him, the mother and Mando's sleeping, so he doesn't see him. And we see he has one more egg. He pops it in his mouth, and that's how the episode ends. That's how the episode, The Passenger, ends. What did we learn? Nothing. Like, there's nothing to progress the story, and that's fine, except one thing. The Mando wants to see other Mandalorians, and that's why he went out to uh, see Raylan Givens, Timothy Oliphant, last week and this is why he's heading to where he's heading this week or maybe next episode so so at some point we are going to get more exposition more storyline but can you hear that noise that breathing there's my dog right next to me I'm a 25 pound beagle just pushed up against my back She's my baby Yoda. You can hear she's like, <laughs> sorry, I just I got distracted. So, um, so we don't have any like major plot points to talk about as far as the overall overall story of the Mandalorian. It's just Mando, you need to get to where some Mandalorians are. Well, they're here. Okay, you need to take this woman with you. Okay, and that's what this episode was. And you know what? I don't care. Like, I'm not like, nothing's happening. Nope, that's not me. This, plenty of stuff happened. It's an adventure show. It's an episodic adventure show. And I really love it. I think, why? Because it's, it's again, it's easy to watch. There's a lot of action. It's beautiful looking, you know, for, for television programming. And it's funny. There's There's humor. I enjoy it. So... You know, I, I don't know how other people are going to take these these shows. I don't know if people are like, woo, woo, there's not enough happening or anything. Nope. That's, that is, to me, that is an asset. That is a plus. That is in the plus column. I like that. If this is like that every week where Mandalorian comes in and saves the day, it's like, you know, the Hulk used to do that. The A-Team used to do that. I don't mind that. I like that. Yet there is still a progression happening. To you know, you don't think there's much happening, but there is. He got the the um, the armor. Okay, that seemed to wake up some sort of Boba Fett thing. I said last week um, that I assume it's a clone or Django. 
or oh no, how would it be Django? He had his head taken off. Did I didn't I say Django? I think I assumed it was going to be another clone. Look, whatever it was, I'm probably I seem to be wrong. It seems to be yes, that is Boba Fett. Because then I see something where Boba Fett's going to have his own miniseries. Excuse me. Now, that might be excellent because we might see exactly what happened. It should open up with the, the first scene should be ah falling into the Rancor pit. The Rancor pit? The Sarlacc. See, I know Star Wars, but I don't know it that, that perfect. Sarlacc pit, yes. Um, the Rancor was the beginning, was the Jedi when Luke was caught. The Sarlacc is when Luke saved everyone. Yes? Right. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Uh, the point is that it seems like that was Boba Fett. So there is a story building, um, and it's surrounding that armor. And, of course, the need to find more Mandalorians to feel safe uh, and to, to kind of uh, further along the story. We're getting there. He hasn't found a Mandalorian yet, but he keeps trying. Now, if he goes to another place and he sees a Mandalorian and is like, nope, I'm not a Mandalorian, but I bought this armor, then it's going to be like, okay, we got to find a real Mandalorian next time. And I wonder if it's going to be the woman who was like the blacksmith. I feel like, did she survive? God, you think I'd remember these things. Running a Mandalorian podcast, you think I'd, I'd look this stuff up? But that's not the point. The point of this show, my show, is to watch this episode and just talk about it. Think things out. Talk things out by myself. Uh, and just kind of give your ideas, give your thoughts, make a lot of mistakes, and have some fun along the way. Thank you guys for listening. I think that covers everything. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for subscribing. Thank you guys for sticking with this show. Um, or if you just found it, I appreciate it. Go back. All the episodes are there. Uh, you know, we're on, uh, we are uh, part of fansnotexperts.com, which is a website that has a bunch of different podcasts for different kind of, uh, all kinds of different topics. Uh, fansnotexperts.com slash Mandalorian is the home page for us. Uh, but you can uh, also, again, find me on Twitter at Geek Mentality, on Instagram at Geek Mentality. We're available everywhere podcasts are available. So if you just found us through the website, if you just found us through searching Google, uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, and every place else. There are podcasts. But really, those are the two big ones. Um, nobody else talks about anything else. Oh, you know, you can also find us on, on TuneIn and Stitcher. I mean, I think you can. But those people don't talk about those two anymore. Not as much. Uh, anyway, I'm rambling. I'm done. I, um, I I got nothing else to say. So until next Friday, my friends. Now, if you're in the future right now, today is November 6th, 2020. Just look up the week of November 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th in 2020. Uh, and just be like, oh, that's what's going on in the world. Yes, that's what's going on in the world. Uh, so it's a wonderful, wonderful distraction to watch The Mandalorian tonight. And I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to me ramble about it. So until next Friday, my friends, may the Force be with you. And also with you, he said to himself. I have spoken.
Fabs not experts.